Hey, babe. Yeah? Are you ready for an episode that has a weird energy? It's a weird energy episode, baby. It's going to be a good time. You ready for a good time? I feel like this was sprung on me. Listeners, we've both had rough weeks. I feel like you had a rough week. We we only talked about my week. I mean, you had a rough week. Are you asking me or the listener? You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always have a rough week. Oh, that's not true. I had a really rough week, and I don't feel like I can do an episode of this podcast without being open about that. Um, so I did maybe quit my job Thursday and then was given reasons to not quit it Friday. So it's been a really weird week. It's been a weird one, folks. And we're just going to come into the podcast with that. Um, and so to try to lighten the mood and get me in the mood for comedy, we're going to do some NPR jokes to get us going. (laughs) We're going to do a fresh batch of NPR jokes. Like, did you hear about the rich white folks that started a racist catering business? No, what happened? They called it the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) I've got five more jokes. (laughs) That's the only one that's worth reading. So there we go. Tell me the rest. Tell me the rest. Tell me the rest. Tell me the rest. Um, Okay. Don't hop on Pop. You'll kill him. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I interviewed Bob Woodward this weekend, and boy, are my arms tired. (laughs) People without degrees. I and then and then I just wrote Clint Eastwood more like bent feastmud <laughs> and I don't know what that means but I love this is a beautiful foray I, into comedy writing I used my I used my human hand to put that on paper so yes there you go the fun part listeners is that I was trying to sneak a a sneaky little peek at what Jonathan was doing for an intro and so I was kind of upside down reading his little notepad with the intro on it. And I was looking at that one that said people without degrees. And I saw people without and the letter D. And I just could not figure out what that word was. Like there was no way I could decipher yep. his handwriting that is basically a secret code just for yeah. him. It might as well be Klingon. <laughs> um, it's bad. And I used to teach English and I used to write on a board. And those students pretended like they could read my handwriting. God bless those students. There's um there there's like there's bad we all know bad handwriting. There's like the college professor handwriting that isn't like bad, quote unquote, but it is unreadable. It's like unreadable cursive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My handwriting stopped developing at second grade. And I like that's not an exaggeration. Oh. No, your handwriting is better than a second grader. No, it's about it's it's smaller. It's it's miniature second grade yeah, handwriting. Yeah, but it really hasn't gotten better since then. It 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 just it's just so childish looking. It's awful. But I love you anyway. Yeah, let's just jump right uh, into uh, it. Let's just jump right into it. Okay, um, I'm going first this week. Do you want to reveal your topic? I do. Okay, I'm doing grilled cheese. <gasps> That's like my heart and soul. Well, there it is. We did it. We found it. We've been, we've been cutting away at all the cynicism and we found it. It's grilled cheese. That and is, that's, it, it, that's it. That's amazing. That's incredible. That is far removed from my topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious. You've been, uh, you've been hyping it up as usual. Wow. Listen. Okay. So we are going back. To the belligerent bibliophobes. Book nook. Book nook. Book nook. 
Hell yeah. So we're going to do books and grilled cheese. It's like a it's like a summer Sunday afternoon. Yes. But we are not going to talk about children's books. I'm finally moving away from the best genre. And we are instead going to talk about self-help books. Nice choice. I like it. So I like it. Which which one are we looking at first? So the first one that we are going to look at is one that I have a personal history with, which is why I looked it up. Um, my my sixth grade principal, Dr. Fochman. I feel wow. like I feel like I can say that because wow. nobody knows his first name. But uh anyway, Dr. Fochman um believed strongly in the seven habits of highly effective teens by Sean Con Con Convy. Mm. And modeled our whole, like, you know, like, in the initiatives to, like, get middle and high school students mm-hmm. to, like, be good people. Mm-hmm. He modeled our whole, like, good person initiative around the seven habits of highly effective teens. Mm-hmm. I despised this book. This book was universally hated in my middle school because it's all we heard about. All with like you're not you're not using the seven habits. These are the seven habits. Yeah. Are you sharpening your saw? Are you sharpening your saw? Yeah, I mean it turns out when you try to shove shit down like teens' throats all year round, they're gonna really hate it, they, dare. They get a little resistant, <laughs> dare. They get a little resistant to it. Um, I don't know why I'm saying D A R E so much, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, would you like to know the seven habits of highly effective teens? Yes, I would. Abstinence-only education. <laughs> <laughs> Be proactive. Two, begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. Three, put first things first. That's nothing. Four, think win-win. What? Think win-win. Instead of win-lose or lose-lose, okay. win-win. Everybody wins. Five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. That's also in the Klingon Code of War. Six. It's a Klingon-heavy episode. Synergize. Seven, sharpen the saw. (laughs) Okay, so it takes a dark turn. (laughs) The saw being your mind. That that don't make no sense. And what I will say about the the seven habits, because they are the same habits for highly effective people as they are for teens. He just uses cool teen stories uh-huh. in his teen book, which the cover to this day is of a jean pocket. <laughs> it's a jean pocket, and on the on the jean pocket is a box that says seven habits of highly effective teens. It's terrible. Um, but the thing is, is that this is just like, there's nothing new here. Mm-hmm. And even when this was originally written decades and decades ago, there was not, that's not new information. So while this is, and if this book was helpful to you, super, and I'm happy for you, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't have been, that's my disclaimer for, for mm-hmm. all the things I'm going to say. If it helped you, I'm so happy for you. Super fantastic. But. <laughs> we're we're going to linger on the butt for the next 15 minutes, yeah. probably. Okay. That's where we're gonna be. That's where I like to live. We're gonna be in the in the butt. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a lot of it's the same. It's just the same over and over and over and over again. So we're gonna start at, uh, on Goodreads, mm-hmm. which is a book review site. So we're oh, not shit. gonna we're not gonna start on Amazon. We're gonna start someplace way more wholesome. 
Miriam rated it three stars. This book is an influential life guide for teenagers. It has different stories of teenagers around us associated with different scenarios and cases. In addition, the pictures decorate the pages. The quotes prove, illustrate, and explain the reviews, which makes it really fun to read. I highly recommend reading this enjoyable book to find the perfect life waiting for you to jump right into. I would like to state that myself, as a teenager, consider this book as life-changing. Moreover, made me a better person and toward others as well. P.S. <laughs> I wrote this for school, but didn't mean each word I said. But but didn't. But didn't mean each word I said. <laughs> and then there is a straight face emoji. And it's the fucking most badass thing I've ever seen. Because what a, like, it was three stars and then everything in there. And I, I, um, there's two more paragraphs, I will say. That's why I shortened it a little bit. Um, because that first paragraph is, because mm-hmm. the other two paragraphs are just more like, this is amazing. And it taught me this and this and this and this and this. Um, but I didn't re- want to read the whole thing because I think the first paragraph sums it all up with a wonderful postscript, yeah. which you only see if you click read more. Oh, God, that's so good. That's so, so honestly, I mean, that that student gets an A because that is some some class A honesty. I've been there where you've got to lie about something and at the at the end, you just can't do it anymore. And you just, and need you to just tell ruin people? it. You just ruin the whole thing. I didn't mean each word. Mm hmm. But I just thought it was brilliant. Like, yeah. thank you, teenagers, for still being brilliant. Like the end of a great relationship. You just <laughs> you, you just lie the whole time, and then at the very end, also, yes, didn't mean jack shit. I said didn't mean each word. <laughs> um, <laughs> beautiful oblivion rated it one star. Okay, okay, okay. This book was torture. I spent my whole summer reading this book along with my other classmates who might feel the same. You're not it, allowed to read your own reviews. It <laughs> This was only five years ago. I was not in sixth grade five years ago. <laughs> it was just boring. And then this wonderful individual has included a graphic that says instruments of torture across the top. It includes a picture of the rack. <laughs> An Iron Maiden, Maiden, a taser, and the seven habits of highly effective teens. That it, they obviously like made, and because they put at the top, twelfth century, seventeenth century, twentieth century, twenty first century, labeling the different pictures. So this did take them some time, and I just really appreciate that kind of effort. Yeah. Lynn rated it two stars. Was forced to read it, not forced to like it. Sean Covey, please stop telling me what I know I'm looking for. Advice, not common sense. What? It it says, stop telling me what I know I'm looking for. Advice, not common sense. Okay. Okay. But the uh, punctuation is in the incorrect place. Keeping your saw sharp. I mean, everybody knows to do that already. Otherwise, how are you going to build that barn? You're not. And if you can't build that barn, you can't store that corn. And then who's going to feed Bessie? Bessie's going to feed us. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, Dust Bowl. (laughs) Now we're going to switch over to Amazon, where Drip has this four-star review. Teen user friendly. Can we just just slip? I feel like we need to do this from now on, okay? Anytime we're going to turn to Amazon, we got (laughs) to slip in a little disclaimer. 
Amazon is fucking evil. All right, carry on. My 15-year-old grandson was in trouble with his grades dropping and an increasingly smart mouth. I gave it to him while he was grounded. While he walked around the house reading it aloud to make fun of grandma thinking he would learn something positive, he did read it. And his sister heard part of it too. Progress! I just... you can... Don't make reading a punishment. Right? That's not right? good for society. How good is... Okay, you're grounded because your grades are dropping. Here's a book about how to be an effective person while you're grounded. Oh, my like, God. Like, oh, my gosh. Parents, don't give your kids boring-ass fucking books they don't want to read. Comes from the heart. Just don't do it. They're not going to fucking read them. There are a lot of really it, good books for your kids to read. They, they know you mean the best. But they're not going to fucking do it. Give them, give them fucking Hank the Cow Dog and send them on their way. What's, uh, what's Hank the Cow Dog? Let me tell you about Hank the... Oh, Hank the Cow Dog? Hank the Cow Dog is king of the hill for kids. Oh. It's a lovely, lovely book series. I'm sad that you don't know about it. Okay. Like there's, there's the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And then there's the, there's the uh, set of stories about the kids that live in the boxcar. The boxcar children? Yeah. Those all suck ass and can burn in hell. Okay. Hit the cow dog. That's where it's at. All, all right. And, I guess next, next book nook, we're talking about Hank the Cow we're Dog. We're going to dig into some Hank the Cow Dog. Oh, oh okay. Goosebumps sucks ass. Get out of oh, here. Oh, come on. Get out of here. It's all Hank no. the Cow Dog, baby. Hubie One has this four star review. So far, I like it. Getting them to sit and read it is another story. I will write another review after it's been read to completion. <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's his only review. Yeah, no shit. No, uh, no surprises there. Love to Read has a four-star review. Still trying to get the teens to read it, but I enjoyed the parts I read. Good copy. Good copy? Good copy. It's a good, good copy. copy of the book. Good copy of the book. For once, this the space, came and did, space cannon didn't yeah. fuck somebody. Yeah, it wasn't printed upside down. It wasn't in Portuguese. We dodged all the Bezos bullets. Daniel G has this four-star review. Daniel G has this four-star review. I haven't read the book yet. My order came quickly. This was recommended by the principal of our local elementary school. I work with them during the school year. <laughs> Why the? F- okay. You got, you got an email that asked you for your thoughts. And you know what? You put your, th- and that's fair. You, you did what the email said to do. Good boy. Have a cookie. You can buy them on Amazon. They'll be destroyed. You'll get crumbs. We all like cookie crumbs though. V yucker. You can fold them into your ice cream. Has this four star review. <laughs> This is a great resource for our kids to get used to their teen years focused. It is written in a young, upbeat manner with fun quotes and clip art. It's also broken down in easy to read chapters. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. You've read this book has clip art? It, it has a black and white little drawings on the side that do kind of remind you of Clippy. Okay. Um, and there are, there is some use of stock photography. <laughs> it's a really good book. It's talking about keeping your saw sharp and it's just a picture of a middle-aged white guy sitting at his office desk smiling. 
It's actually just Bob Vila. <laughs> Every other page. Every other page, he's sharpening a saw because mm. that's the most important habit. That's why it's number seven. Yeah, yeah. So it's like page, Bob Vila sharpening a saw. And then by the end of the book, he murders everyone else on this old house. <laughs> you don't need him anyway. <laughs> it you was don't just, need him. It was just him. I got it for my 12 and 13-year-old sons, but it touches on some issues that may be geared more for 15-plus old. I do like it and would recommend it to family and friends, dot, 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 and you. Wow. Wow. Which kind of makes it sound like a threat at the end. Like when you just tack it on at the end and you have to pause for a long time. Yeah. It's kind of a threat. I would recommend this to family and friends and you. And you. You ineffectual person. <laughs> Pretty sure that person's that person's like a Gestapo recruiter. <laughs> IRL. In Gestapo habits find you. <laughs> Tell me about grilled cheese. Well, grilled cheese, I don't know if you know this. I don't know. Look, we haven't, we've been married a long time. I don't know that we've ever really sat down and had the talk about grilled cheese. So I don't know what you know about, about grilled cheese. I feel like I know a lot about grilled cheese. But when two slices of white bread love each other very much, and you put some margarine on them, and then two slices of Kraft American cheddar. And mayonnaise. And mayonnaise, as, as we'll find out. <clears throat> so basically, because I was having such a dog shit weird and awful week, I just, to do the research that was unfathomably difficult to do because nothing was funny, I just got on all recipes because that's where hate lives. That is, in fact. That's where, that's where my hate lives, and it's where <laughs> all the most hateful people live. Well, that's not true. Anyway. All, re- all recipes is a real shithole, so I just thought I'd, I'd 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 roll in some shit. Actually, can we start this with a um? Can we start this with an oops? I fucked it. Uh, uh yeah, I guess so. Cause right now we're starting it with a dumpster fire. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, last episode I might have uh, I might have said that Breitbart and all recipes were were similar in some ways, and that's not fair to Breitbart. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna take. A look. Uh- <laughs> Fucking what edge lord comedy over here. We're just gonna jump straight from you just like taking all the things that are funny about our podcast and lighting them on fire and stuffing them in a bottle oh, with some know. liquor like a Molotov cocktail to you making edge lord jokes about Breitbart and all, all recipes. I don't know. Okay. We got some grilled cheese recipes here. And to get to get us started in Act One, we're just looking at grilled cheese sandwich. Okay. This is all in all recipes. It's got uh, 1,000 people made it, 576 reviews. So I read about a third of those, which is still too many. 75 photos. This is a widely appreciated and reviewed recipe. Okay. This kind of feels like the time that I just brought a hard-boiled egg recipe. Just the one hard-boiled egg recipe. That is the genre. Okay. That is the genre that we're in. This is a recipe by Sal. Thanks, Sal. Bread, butter, and cheddar cheese. Here's a way to make this classic sandwich in a nonstick pan. And it's not the way, it's a way. Here's here's a way. I, I appreciate that Sal knows it's just one. It's a it's one of multitudes. Grilled cheese contains multitudes. Really what Whitman was talking about. Yeah. Famously. Famously. <laughs> Leaves of grass, grilled cheese. <laughs> 
Four slices of white bread, three tablespoons butter, divided, obviously. Obviously. Two slices cheddar cheese. And then you just you just make grilled cheese. We all know how to make grilled cheese. So it is just a Wait, I mean, wait, okay, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Do we all know how to make grilled cheese? I mean, mo- okay, sure. But like I I'm for our listeners, I'm not going to read the directions I'm because just saying, we all know how to make grilled I'm cheese. I'm just saying some people are butter the toast beforehand, some people are put the butter in the pan. Yeah, so we're going to I'm gonna, sorry. It's okay. not starbelly sneeches and no stars on Mars. All right. So fuck me. This is a butter the bread first recipe. Okay, there you okay, go. go for there it. you go. Okay, That's what cool. we got. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Um so what we're going to see, we've got I've got two different batches of reviews for this recipe. The first batch are people who feel like because this is such a basic recipe, this is their opportunity to jump in with their weird little grilled cheese perversions. So this we're gonna, is so exciting. We're gonna we're well, gonna dig can we into tell those. the listeners our favorite grilled cheese perversion. Yeah, yeah. Well, give give it to them. We like to make kimchi, which yeah. is grilled cheese with kimchi on it, and at critic everyone on Twitter tweeted us your favorite grilled cheese perversion. Wow. Wow. I know. Can that I? Happened. I should have some like radio DJ like. Oh God! I feel like I just witnessed something really horrible. Listen, you were a dumpster fire, and then I just like <laughs> dive bombed on top of it, just like with, spread eagle, with, and, like flew flunk with some, onto the top of the dumpster fire. Very 2019 social media <laughs> management. We've got a five star review from Joe. I do agree this recipe is a classic, one that goes hand in hand with how to boil water as seen on another site. But for those looking for a truly different addition to an old favorite, try this. <gasps> what you gonna do, Nasty Joe? Make the grilled cheese sandwich as usual, but without buttering the bread. When the cheese is melted to your likening, remove the entire sandwich from the pan. Since both sides of the bread will be lightly toasted, you can now dip both sides of the sandwich in an egg batter and return it to the pan. If desired, one may be creative with the egg batter, using a spice of your choice, such as garlic, even finely minced fresh onions. Anything, really. If you butter the bread... (laughs) Because at this point, if you're if you're if you're making French toast grilled cheese, anything goes. Anything Fuck it. Anything goes. Wait a minute. Is the cheese on the bread already? Yeah, you make it. You make a grilled cheese unbuttered, and then you French toast it, and then you make it again. Okay. According to Joe. Okay, Joe. I knew you were nasty. I didn't know how nasty, <sighs> but I bet that's fucking tasty. <laughs> we got a five star review from Annie Zoll. Here's a tip. Instead of frying, wrap your sandwiches in foil, just one layer, and iron both sides. Okay. Okay, sure, yeah. Make sure to open up and check. It's quick without having to fry. Well, okay, yeah. Yeah, that is that is definitely an alternative to people that have stovetops and frying pans. Yeah. That is, you know, that's a way that would make it better and not yeah. weird. Because getting out your Maxwell iron, unwrapping the cord, plugging it in... Getting on an ironing board, probably. Ostensibly an ironing board. <laughs> and ironing your sandwich is so much easier it than, is. than just getting your fucking nonstick pan. You don't have to fry. <laughs> is that like dorm room tips? Like, hey, college kids. Yeah. You can make ramen in the microwave and grilled cheese on your ironing board. <laughs> don't burn the place down. We got a four-star review from Melly H. Everyone knows about grilled cheese and tomato soup. I've discovered something better. 
Use cheddar and mozzarella cheese on your grilled sandwiches and serve with chili. It's a great meal that all my guys love. I mean, that sounds really fucking good. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. All right. Sure. I Listen, anything I can dip a grilled cheese sandwich into, I'm going to do it. Including meaty beanie chili. My my chili would be vegetarian, obviously. Including beanie chili. Yes. Taco flavored chili. I Yeah, and what part of the grilled cheese sandwich is not going to go with taco flavored chili? Is it the bread, the butter, or the cheese that's not going to go with beans and tomatoes? We got a five-star review <laughs> from Leandra. It's a, it is a. It is funny to see a recipe for grilled cheese, but I like to read everyone's co- customizations. So here's mine. Mozzarella with a little leftover spaghetti sauce. Mmm, like a little piece of pizza heaven. I bet that, I th- honestly, like, none of these I think are going to sound bad to me unless somebody's like, rhubarb. <laughs> I put rhubarb and I was trying to think of uh, gorgonzola. Okay, well, this was all just a big trap to c- get you to come out of your food pervert closet, and it's working beautifully. Let's test you on this one. I mean, I do. I like gorgonzola. I just don't like ro- rhubarb. Let's test you on this one. Okay. Five stars from Delicious Food Lover. An ironic username. It also tastes very good with a pinch of confectioner's sugar sprinkled on one side. Delicious. Okay, you nasty. That's fine. All right. <laughs> you got me. You got me. That's... I... It's not gross, but I just don't know why you would do it. I just can't imagine it adds that much. Surely it can't. To end our to end our little batch of perverted reviews, we're going to do a tale of two cities. Okay. Our first city is Laura in a five-star review. My ultimate grilled cheese sandwich is a slice of Tillamook sharp cheddar mm. between two slices of Dave's killer bread. If I didn't have Dave's, I'd use another hearty, nutty, or seedy whole wheat bread. Also, if you don't live in the Portland area, you don't know what any of this fucking shit is. Blame Laura, I, not I was me. about to say, Laura, you're being a little like Pacific Northwest esoteric with your local Oregon brands. I spread unsalted organic butter. On From the, Tillamook, probably. On the outside of the slices and sprinkle them with garlic powder. If I have any tomatoes in my garden, I will throw in a few slices. Just throw them in. It's no big deal. No big deal. It's just from my card. Tomatoes and and grilled cheese are delicious together. I serve it up with some high quality tomato soup, such as Imagine Fire Roasted Tomato Bisque. It's so easy and so delicious. Mm. Listen, some some people like some people are furries and some people go on all recipes to get their kicks. Okay, everybody's got their thing. (laughs) Some people have to say that they have a tomato garden on all recipes. And that they can that they can afford to buy Dave's killer bread so they can make grilled cheese. So I think we just have to learn to live with people's kinks. <laughs> now, on the other side of the proverbial tracks, we've got Amine. Five stars. I love grilled cheese. But if you are pushed for time, even though grilled cheese is really quick, here is a quicker option. Take Just a- eat the cheese. <laughs> Take a pita that pockets easily. Cut it in halves or quarters. Open it carefully so it doesn't tear. And fill with your favorite cheese. Then pop the halves in the toaster until the cheese melts. Be sure to have the opening up so the cheese doesn't ooze into the toaster. Now that's important. That's important. Because you're going to fuck that up unless they warn you. I mean, you would they, would, they wouldn't have to warn us if they didn't fuck it up. 
It tastes slightly different, but is still a gooey deliciousness because it's a different bread, and I never use butter when I make it this way. Sometimes I will add tomato slices, fresh basil, or parsley to switch it up. I, I you know, that sounds handy. <laughs> I, I'm so I know you wanted me to be like, ooh, this is gross. Look at these gross people. But I, I sometimes make hard-boiled eggs in my like electric kettle, so. But that sounds great. If you if you got pita pockets that you could just pop in the toaster and you've got like a quick and easy lunch that takes you five minutes and you got like are on your way, yum. Folks, I would also like to apologize. My $15 IKEA chair that I sit in is especially squeaky today. So if there are errant squeaks in the episode, because every like 14 seconds, Jonathan is looking over at me as though it is my fault and I am squeaking on purpose. So I would like the listeners and my lovely co-host to know that I am not squeaking on purpose and I we apologize in advance for Aaron's squeaks. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So our our podcast is officially in flames. We're having a very sort of fiery theme, the sort of sort of dumpster fire theme in this episode seemingly. 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 I will admit on on further review, none of those were particularly weird, but I think that brings us to our next challenge. And this is how I want to end act one of the grilled cheese. Okay. I think it brings us to our next challenge because what I have for you are a series of reviews of people defending the fact that there is a very basic grilled cheese recipe on all recipes that has 500 reviews. Okay. Yeah. That all has right. garnered entirely too much attention for what it is. Okay. To okay. Be, IMO. And so they're going to defend it. You know, these members of the of the all recipes cabal that we've talked about <laughs> uh, in the past. And what I'm what I'm going to challenge you with is no matter what they say, no matter how sympathetic they get, you got to light them up. Oh, OK. You got to lean in. You got to light them up at the end of each one. Oh, OK. 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 Right. OK. Challenge accepted. Uh, OK. Ch- challenge accepted. Because you can back out. No. All right. Here we go. W. Kiernan in a five-star review. I had to look up grilled cheese sandwich on Google to make one. Following these instructions carefully, I made my first ever frying pan GCW. So grilled cheese witch. Not only did it come out perfect and was delicious, but you wouldn't have believed how beautiful it was. I should have taken pictures, but I gobbled it all up. Yeah, hashtag doing it for the gram, Kiernan. <laughs> Five stars. More like fearing the grilled cheese until now. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's another victim coming up for you. Five stars, Koala Red. Seriously, this recipe is what all recipes is all about. All recipes. Not everyone here is an expert chef looking for a new challenge. There are some people who need to know the basics. And who among us doesn't need to be reminded once in a while of something we learned long ago? Koalas eat eucalyptus (laughs) and are not very bright. I like that. I, I I assumed the idea would be to go after the content, and you're just going after the username. You told me to go it. after them. Yeah, challenge. You didn't yeah, tell me to go are. after the reviews. You told me to go after the reviewer. All right, all right. Game, <laughs> gaming the system. I love it. We got a four star review from Josie. Hey, everybody has to start somewhere, right? 
This is an excellent base for grilled cheese and a great way to experiment with different breads and cheeses. My son could eat these every day. I even get to sneak in some ham or turkey on his good days. Oh, no. (laughs) Josie, where's your son getting protein from? (laughs) Josie, maybe egg batter it. Maybe, maybe, maybe French toast it. Eggs are a great source of protein. All right, here comes the boss. Here comes the boss. Oh, no. that, that last one really tripped me yeah. up. I, I'm worried about her, her, her child's diet. Here comes the pyramid head of all recipes reviews. You ready? Bowser, Bowser, Bowser. Trixie Joe, 302, five stars. I have been very, very sick the last few days, and my young daughter used this site to make mommy a grilled cheese sandwich <gasps> so I would feel better. I see a lot of people poo-pooing the idea of putting simple, easy-to-follow recipes on here, but this is why I think it's a great idea. My sandwich was great, and it gave my daughter a boost of confidence in the kitchen that she needed. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Come on. Come on. The boss The boss is were doubling you, up on life. Were you sick with bad recipes? <laughs> That's so sweet. I'm so glad your daughter made you a grilled cheese sandwich. That's so lovely, and I'm so happy for you. <laughs> well, you fell into the pit. You oh, fell no. into the pit, and you're dead now. Oh, no. And Peach just gets to live with Bowser. Also, let it be known, let it be known, my chair is pretty squeaky too, and these are the kind of things that are gonna get us to a Peabody. Gonna get us to a Peabody. Bad grilled cheese segment, shitty grilled cheese segment, read the reviews totally wrong, they're not actually that bad, squeaky chairs 24-7, 360 surround sound, perfectly edited, I'm sure, in the future. We're gonna make a lot of money off this podcast, babe. Money, 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 cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, as you said, we're gonna get a Peabody. A Peabody. I know. Did I say a Peabody? The second time. And I wanted to <laughs> interrupt you, but that felt rude. You want to talk about Dr. Oz? I mean, if I had the body of a bee, I could get a lot more shit done. <laughs> I mean, how do those little fuckers even fly around, right? It, it, it marvels modern science to this day. They are industrious little guys. The Hindenburg goes down in flames, but little bumblebees just fly around even though they're so fat. It's ridiculous. They just got a fucking job to do. Proof, proof of God. <laughs> that took a weird turn. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Dr. Oz? No. Okay. Well, that's all, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I mean, um, that sounds awful, but all right, let's do it. We are going to read reviews for Food Can Fix It, the superfood switch to fight fat, defy aging, and eat your way healthy. I mean, as long as we're... Uh, if we're going uh, to... Fair treatment. Fair treatment all around. We can't talk about Dr. Oz without a disclaimer. Dr. Oz is fucking evil. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Just so it's clear where we stand. Um, I think evil is a strong word. Nah, but... fuck it. Dr. Oz and Amazon are plotting to fucking blow up the earth. Kimberly Barnes has this one star review. Great for vegetarians. I personally don't want to eat like a rabbit every single day. <laughs> Today is a great day for a nice big crock pot full of chili with meat in it. 
that's just mean. That's just, <laughs> right? that's just shitty. You just came to Amazon for that? You okay. Came, you just came to be shitty. And you know what? We all have bad days, clearly. <laughs> so. Lindica has a four-star review. One of his best books. I just wish he wouldn't keep naming different things. We are not children. With that said, this book can truly save your life. What are the names again? Okay, well, you picked the review, so now we got to brainstorm. We got to figure out what Dr. Oz is naming. That's what, uh, thank you. Thank you for okay. understanding where I was going with this before I even got there. Okay, excellent. We should get married. I know, right? He just keeps naming different things, which I imagine it's just the, the first chapter is mm. just, these are foods you maybe haven't heard of before, but then okay. it's all like normal stuff. Corn, kale, broccoli, broccoli rob. Broccolini, <laughs> Brussels sprouts, and for like four pages. Mm -hmm. And she just doesn't need that. Nah. That chapter's called The Index. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just described. I assumed he was making up names for things. Oh, that's way funnier. Yeah. Like, like what? Like I like like higgledy piggledy is an acronym for something like like what is a higgledy piggledy an acronym for healthy ice based hi great. indigo girls great <laughs> lesson yearly people indigo girls <laughs> great looking at ya <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you think Higgledy Piggledy is spelled. Oh, Piggledy. I just did Higgly Piggly. Okay. Like like Piggly Wiggly at the grocery store. Yeah. That famously, I had the saying wrong. It's Higgly Piggly. My, I'm just saying that there's a, my there's, favorite character from Lord of the Flies. <laughs> there's a heavy focus on the Indigo Girls in this book, which wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> But it is very good for self-help. One star. Oh, no! We we are well and truly creating one of our weirdest episodes right now. <laughs> That's very true. At wit's end... Oh, sorry. Mm. At wit's end... Right? Has a five-star review. That's all I'm saying. That's it's, where I'm at. It's a book about food to use instead of medicine. I mean, that's also a good review for Dr. Oz's television show. So, what what I like about it is that the the star rating completely changes what it means. <laughs> if it's one stars, it's it's a book about food to use instead yeah. of medicine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a five star review, it's it's a book about food to use instead of medicine. Instead of that evil body ruining medicine, <laughs> you know the stuff that keeps you alive. <laughs> Dusty F has a three-star review. Okay, but did not change my life. <laughs> well, fuck you. Dr. Haas was deducted two stars for not making permanent life change. I mean, shit, that's his whole brand, so that's fair. And we're going to end on this five-star review from Amazon customer. My other Bible. Oh, Oh, is that it? <laughs> okay. I mean, what else is there to say? That's fine. I'll just I'll just go share the roads with you.
<laughs> go to the same voting establishments as you. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that lot in life. Tell me about grilled cheese. I mean, are we sure? I'm sure. God, all right. I am so sure. I've I got more. Fucking love grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is my like father's claim to fame. Yeah. There's nothing my dad makes better than a grilled cheese sandwich. And it, it is an art, and it's a beautiful art. Oh, and, and he makes them with so much mayo, and they're so bad for you. Yeah. And it's so good and tangy and savory and crispy and gooey. Oh, my gosh. But does he make a bachelor's grilled cheese? Well, no. He's a father of four. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a recipe by B- PMS Princess. Okay. Which I knew that's exactly how you would react. I love that. Aye, aye. I, yeah, fine. I love it. Uh, four and a half stars 106 people made it 100 reviews bachelor grilled cheese quick and easy grilled cheese for the man the man who doesn't need to impress anyone with his cooking abilities uh, wait the the title of the the person who yeah did the recipe is yeah. PMS princess yeah did the bachelor yeah cheese. cool <laughs> a, cool. Cun- a cunning approach for making grilled cheese without using the stove is it an iron Oh, God, I wish. It would probably be better. Is it a hair straightener? Toast bread in a toaster until golden. Place slices of cheese between the two pieces of toast. Wrap sandwich in a paper towel and heat in the microwave for 15 to 20 seconds or until cheese is melted. I mean, I guess if you hate life. Yeah. Five stars from Lloyd. Many of us men have used this on at one time or another. When you don't have a pan, from being either on the road or under the poverty line, this method is the winning horse. I mean, when a guy needs a grilled cheese, you just gotta suck it up. Ha ha. Not to mention this is better for you than being fried in butter and fat. If you're really under the poverty line and don't have a toaster, move the oven rack up to the top and toast the bread with that oven's broiler. You can't stop a determined man from enjoying a grilled cheese. Just make the grilled cheese in the oven. Right. While you're at it. I mean, like, if you, like... Nah. If you're going to move your oven rack up and everything, just go ahead and, like, toast your bread, butter your bread, put the cheese on, and then leave it in the in the hot oven for, like, a few more, like, a couple minutes. Like, you... And then you don't even have to have a microwave. Because I like if you if you are in a position in your life where you cannot afford to have a frying pan, but you do have an oven toaster and microwave, maybe just use the oven. We got a four star review from Stevo's PC. This is a lot like grilled cheese I made in the dorms. The exception is I just put the toaster on its side <laughs> with the cheese on the bottom piece of bread. Place the plate a good foot from the front of the toaster and a perfect grilled cheese shoots out onto it. Nice upgrade, though. I, I, I don't, um... That, that's called the Jimmy Neutron method. I don't know if you've ever tried it. No, that's some kind of fucking Rue Goldberg machine <laughs> that he thinks will work in his brain, but has probably only successfully done one time. The that, one time. The one time he, he got up, wake and bake, time yeah. for a grilled cheese. It worked that one time and it was the single greatest moment yeah. of his college career. Yeah. Steve-O's PC has been a legend on campus ever <laughs> since. He's the grilled cheese guy. Yeah, there's the star basketball player, the star football player, and that guy that made a grilled cheese by shooting it out of a toaster. <laughs> Whatever works. We've got a four-star review from JC. Nothing wrong with this. 
<laughs> All right. Growing up, the only grilled cheese sandwiches I knew about were done in the oven. It's only recently I met a friend from Canada and found out it was done on the stove with tons of butter over there. Very unhealthy as far as I'm concerned. Like I said, the oven is fine. If you want to put it in the oven, that's chill. I'm just saying the microwave's going to fuck your bread. It's going to uh, take it, your bread and it's going to do indecent things yeah. to it that I shouldn't say over the airwaves. The, the, my, yeah, that's like the microwave's famous nickname. It's going to fuck your bread. The, the destroyer of bread. I just like that they come after the Canadians. Yeah, fucking, fucking Canada up there using butter for their grilled cheese. Uh, they just ain't done nothing to nobody like I ever. Know. Way to go, Canada. Five stars. Miss May. My husband, who makes a wonderful grilled cheese sandwich the traditional way, absolutely cannot stand that I make and enjoy making this quick treat this way. I've been doing this for years. Yes, you can make it on the stove in about as much time, but why? <laughs> this way is so much fun, and you can eat off the dish you use to make the sandwich. It could even be a paper plate. No cleanup. Sweet. I toast the bread, butter both pieces liberally, and nuke it. And here's the real shame. Here's the real tragedy. Is this part of the review or are we done? We're done. Okay. The real tragedy is that the husband has definitely at one time tried to nominate her for the Fab Five. Oh, no. And She just keeps sticking grilled cheese in the microwave. Help me, Anthony. <laughs> Help her to love herself just a little just bit. Just a little. I just, like, if your husband makes a damn good grilled cheese... What are you I doing? Mean, fuck, come on. What are you doing? Like, no cleanup for you either because then it's, hey, honey, you want to make me a grilled cheese sandwich? <laughs> huh? <laughs> and then you get a grilled cheese sandwich. That's the fucking easiest way mm. I, to get a grilled cheese I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, I know, right? You just get <laughs> get get the get get the feller to do it. Sweet talk your boy it, yeah. and get you a grilled cheese. Oh man, we got a couple of fun fun recipes. Okay, and I think we got time for them because we're probably going to cut a lot of my bullshit. I like your bullshit. I don't. We got a. Will you make me a grilled cheese sandwich? Mm, I don't know. I don't have the. Yeah, Thanks. I could. Not today, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to sweet talk me better than that. You got <laughs> to pay me. Off mic. Pay me that money, money, money. Okay. Off, off mic. All right, all right. We got a recipe for sweet grilled cheese. Now, what really what really raises my hair? That's yeah, not that yes? phrase. No, that's it. That's what people say. What, what really raises my hair? What really, what cockles? What really uh, hackles? I don't know. Is that all, for whatever reason, because All Recipes is such a well-optimized website. I like grind my nads. That's my that's favorite. That's a good one. There we go. Okay. What really grinds my nads is that when I went to this recipe, All Recipes just became like a different website. It's like totally differently formatted. Barely worked. <laughs> nothing loaded. It crashed my phone. Because sweet grilled cheese is not something that exists in this dimension. It like looks completely different and functioned completely different. And when I went to the next recipe to keep going with my research for my bullshit podcast, it just went back to normal. Because it was the weirdest fucking thing. You reached into a pocket universe where they make sweet grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a thing from our world. No. It's just that one woman and her confectioner's sugar. This recipe is by Teresa L. Four stars total. 
This sandwich recipe has been passed down in my family for years, and I even sold my husband on it, and now it's his favorite. It's your average grilled cheese, but with brown sugar added. To what? Just the cheese. Just on top? Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't actually save the directions because literally you just make a grilled cheese and then you put two teaspoons of brown sugar in it. Just in it. What kind of cheese? Whatever. You just eat the sugar raw inside the sandwich? Yeah, you do. Okay. That's a sweet grilled cheese, baby. Uh, that's um, t- uh, not... Have we finally found your limit? Is this I, the one that's like a little fucked up? I just can't. Like the granularness yeah. of the non-melted, like n- underutilized brown sugar... Yeah. With, uh, like, okay, here's the thing. Grill, grilled cheese in my head isn't good cheese. Mm. It's 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 American singles yeah. or, like, American sharp cheddar. Yeah. And sharp cheddar and sweet things can work. Sharp cheddar and a really nice pear. That's why, yeah, that's why apples are Ooh. so common. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. But just sharp cheddar and, and, and brown sugar. Just some brown sugar. On top. So you've got gooey cheese and just granular brown sugar yeah i just feel like this is a textural nightmare and i don't understand the point yeah it's well see the problem is that some people have a hard time separating the literal from the figurative and this person heard sandwich and thought i mean clearly we're getting the wrong texture here if we don't make it nice and sandy like brown sugar i barely know her (laughs) we got (laughs) we got a four-star review we don't have we don't have time for your for your foolishness (laughs) We got a four-star review from Gap CH1026. This was good, but I only used half of the brown sugar that the recipe called for. Munster and cheddar cheeses with medium salsa as a dipping sauce for the sandwich. So I'd have sweet and spicy. I uh, uh, Now, how do you uh, feel about uh, that one? What does that do for you? I think Munster's a way better choice with brown sugar than ch- cheddar cheese. You think? You, I do. You like that funk with a little brown sugar? I was gonna. I don't know. I think the. I think the sweetness and the funk, because brown sugar has that sort of molassesiness, which also has a bit of a funk. So I like Munster better than cheddar. But what the fuck are you doing with the salsa? You're putting it where? Uh. It's gonna go where? <laughs> As a dipping sauce. Can you just imagine? Like I'm imagining the chunks. Yeah, I know. Like right? the little chunks of brown sugar that yeah. inevitably fall out of the sandwich, yeah. and then are just inside of your salsa, and then you scoop up the, mm-hmm. you like go in for like a big old scoop, yeah. and what you have is a sp- spicy like pickly sort of tomato piece next to a <laughs> chunk of errant cheesy brown sugar. <laughs> And uh, cheesy brown sugar yeah. is one of the grossest things I've ever said on this podcast. Yeah. You eat, you... And I'm upset right now. I'm upset yeah. right now. You eat that, you gobble it up real good, and then you get on the roads with other people that don't do weird shit like that. I, I just And I, they don't even know. They don't even know how how much they're rolling the dice with you. I just can't like everybody's entitled to do their weird shit. I just don't <laughs> understand the concept of cheesy brown sugar i would like you it's breaking my mind i would like you to take a moment to appreciate that our windows open as we say all this weird shit about grilled cheese and there's just two people across the way trying to move a couch into their apartment (laughs) it's pretty nice we only got one more review for for the sweet for the sweet grilled cheese there were a lot of sickos on here but anonymous has got your back this was not a hit with us it was just really weird 
<laughs> thanks anyway. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank and, you. And I love a thanks anyway. Thanks anyway. Thanks for putting your weird shit on the internet, but, but not, not thanks. No thanks. We got one more recipe. And I had to do this one because of who made it. Oh, okay. Who do you think? Is who? it Chef John? It's Chef John. Inside out grilled cheese sandwich. Sounds messy. It sure does. In my humble opinion, this crispy, crunchy, cheesy masterpiece is the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich. Make sure you follow some basic rules for this to work properly. Only use airy, nutritionally insignificant white bread. Use a nice sharp cheddar and be sure to use a quality nonstick pan over medium to medium low heat. Nutritionally insignificant white bread. Nice little, nice little, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chef John. Classy writer. Very good. Now, I kind of want that on a name tag. Right. Like it's just a picture of, mm. of white chick Jess. Yeah. It says Jess and underneath it, it says nutritionally insignificant white bread. <laughs> and not a more accurate thing has ever been I know, said. That's how I'm going to introduce myself from now on. Yeah. <laughs> now, th- this is a butter in the pan style grilled cheese. And what you do is. I love butter in the pan. You get the one side toasted, right? Yeah. And then you flip it. And then uh-huh. on that toasted side, you sprinkle some cheddar cheese on top. Okay, yeah. And then you flip it. Oh. And then you sprinkle cheddar cheese on the other side. And then you flip it. So what you do is you got cheese bread, cheese bread, cheese. It's sort of like something KFC would do if they wanted to make the news. Huh. What would they call it since they've already used double down? Um, uh, chuckle fuck. <laughs> and um, so we've got... <laughs> Can you imagine? There's fucking Colonel Sanders comes on to the commercial. To be fair, Chucklefuck is more of a Hardee's thing. Well, folks, (laughs) this week, KFC's introducing the Chucklefuck. We know what the people want. The people want more cheese. (laughs) Put this ooey gooey Chucklefuck in your mouth today. You said that so sensually. We have a five star review. <laughs> the new the new Colonel Sanders is pretty sensual. Yeah. The Reuben Reba is it it's Reba, mm. right? She's sensual. Yeah. Wasn't it isn't it Reba who's doing like Is Reba McIntyre like the new CEO of KFC? Well no. She did a bunch of commercials <laughs> where she played fucking Colonel Sanders. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I like that. That's very, I like that. And I, Reba McIntyre dressed as Colonel Sanders saying the word chuckle fuck is a good image to yeah. me. KFC, not evil. As far as I know. We got a five-star review from Hungarian Lass. No changes. Just made it with two-year-old Balderson cheddar. And it was fantastically good. Very, cool. Very, very wit- rich. So I never felt so wealthy. To all my friends and enemies... Go ahead and make my day. What? <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I wasn't Googling Greva McIntyre while you said that to me. And I just am going to... what? Could got... you just tell me that one more time? Well, they made it with a two-year-old Ballerson cheddar that was probably very expensive. Uh-huh. So, And I can't imagine a better way to use that expensive cheese... Than to coat your grilled cheese sandwich with it. I, yeah, obviously. Obvs. We've got a review from vegan. But then at the end. Well, yeah, they're they're all charged up on fucking uh, Balderson cheddar. They could take anybody. <laughs> Fight me. Yeah, throw down. We've got a five star review from Vegan for Life. 
So we know we know this is going to be some top shit. <laughs> what you wrap your bread in. <laughs> Thank goodness for these basic recipes. I've been vegan for most of my life and now gluten-free. For the first time in my life, I'm dating a meat eater. I have no idea how to cook for him. This and other recipes are keeping him happy without me having to taste anything. He loved it. Thank you. Huh. Do you think he... Mm. Could could cook yeah for himself. Do you think he, he could could? Let me know if I lose you here. Could okay. Pick up a fucking spatula. Do you think? Do you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could be a self sufficient member of society. Do you think? And I really, I'm trying not to confuse anybody. Okay. 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 Go slow. Go slow. Do you think mm-hmm. he could turn the dial on that stove? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, oh, no, no, no. Okay, I didn't no, know. I... Like, that's... Yeah, because he... I didn't know. He, he can't reach it you from got... where his yeah. ass is sitting on the couch. Yeah, it's got... He's not yeah. fucking Mr. He Fantastic. He can't reach all the way let's to the kitchen. Let's not get... Yeah. Ooh, let's not get out of control here. I, yeah. What's funny to me is that I just learned the only thing that will keep us from making fun of a user whose name <laughs> is Vegan for Life. <laughs> When they're dating a jackass. When, when, when they say, like, there's now I have to cook for him. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's funny because I heard that name and I was like, okay, I know what we're going to talk about. I yeah. did not. Yeah. I did not. And I'm, we're, we're being mean. But really, I mean, when when you're working hard at the jackass factory all day <laughs> long and you're just pouring yourself into these jackass drinks that are made from you. Then you gotta you gotta have your vegan partner you gotta grill come home. cheese for you. Yeah, you gotta come home and put your dogs up. You gotta put your dogs up. Well, we got a couple more reviews. I don't know why we should fucking bother. <laughs> five five stars from Chrissy PGH twenty twelve. My husband and I liked it a lot. I added a couple slices of smoked Virginia bacon to each of our sandwiches, which elicited raves from him. He's not easy to please and usually wouldn't opt for something as pedestrian as a grilled cheese sandwich. A glass of red Zinfandel completed the meal. A repeat was ordered. Was ordered. Was ordered from his server. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So just okay, a lot that's of Okay, that's fucking interesting. That's fucking interesting. That's fucking interesting, man. I do. I will go ahead for any haters who want to go back and think about the time where I said, just ask your husband to make you a grilled cheese sandwich. I think that <laughs> I think that's slightly different than what we're seeing here. Yeah, that's a little bit asking your partner to do something nice for you. is different than your partner feeling that they have to cater to your every fucking need as though they order from you as though the kitchen is a fucking restaurant that they are just sitting in. Yeah. We've got one more review just to dig into as long as we're as long as we're talking about men so much the follies of man. <laughs> the follies of man. Okay. From Zach B. 3 stars. Well, when time came to flip the sandwich, I had to practically destroy it by prying it off the pan. The same thing happened again with the flip side. It tasted fairly good, but it did not look like a sandwich when it was done. More like an orange pile. I'm also not sure how I'll ever get all that crusty cheese off my cast iron skillet again. Next time I'm going to try using my one and only frying pan that nothing ever sticks to, even though it's technically not a skillet as the instructions prescribe. 
Okay, I the whole time I was thinking like I was worried about this too, but I feel like if you did it in a nonstick and you got the the cheese crispy enough, the whole time I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And then he said the words cast iron yeah. skillet, and I was like, honey, honey, honey. At honey, what point did dear. you just put bare ass cheese on your cast iron skillet and think <laughs> this is gonna be fine? This is okay. Like I don't care how well seasoned your cast iron skillet is, fucking hot ass cheese is gonna get in them crevices. Yeah, that pan is fucked. Like that's it. That's it. I throw it away. Send it to the landfill. You just gotta. You gotta call the Lodge I Corporation. Mean, get yourself another one. You tell Lodge what you did, and tell us what you think about our about our fucking weird little podcast. Weird energy this which time. I'm huh? just hoping I can edit down. So if this isn't uh, here, here's the test. If this if this podcast episode is around 55 minutes, we made it. We made it, and we did a good job, and congratulate us. And I hope it was listenable. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but honestly, if you would be so kind to leave us a review on iTunes, that does help a lot. It's been a little while since we've uh, the the reviewers review asked for reviews, but yeah. if you would leave us a review, I've heard that does help a lot. If you would also tell your friends about our weird little thing, if you like it. Hopefully other people will like it. Um, so let them know. Also, please do tell me about the weird things you want to put in grilled cheese because evidently I love all of them. And I do too. And I just wanted to have a fun bit. And you did. You got one. Nah. But we are reachable via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone. I mean, literally, one of the one of the recipes I didn't do was for peanut butter grilled cheese because I just was like... That sounds good. That sounds fucking disgusting. I would eat that. Are you kidding me? Cheese and peanut butter? That's the one you didn't bring? You're over here being like, ooh, it's so weird that she puts pita in the microwave or toaster. It's so weird that she puts pita in the toaster. But you read peanut butter and grilled cheese and you were like, yes, that's it. Who's the pervert now? <laughs>